This is the Real Person Podcast. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll see what happens with Epstein, but um, like we talked about before, ignore Epstein himself as, as like a contender here and ignore Clinton. Seriously. Ig- ignore them. FYI, Lance is not allowed on social media until the grand jury is done. <clears throat> In case you guys missed that from Border Narcotics. Yeah, ignore the name Clinton and ignore the name Epstein in every news article you read and you'll get some you'll figure out some stuff. You'll be able to see through the fog and the haze of what they're gonna try to do. <clears throat> Remember, the left's best trick is to make you believe that a story is about something that it's not. Right? They want to misdirect. They want to make you pay attention to the big shiny object over here while they're sticking their hand up your ass over there. So just remember that. (laughs) This is the start of the big stuff. Like, yeah, just forget about, just forget about the, the stuff. I mean, I know that sounds crazy to say, and I know it's weird, but if you, if you push that to the side, it'll take a lot of emotion out of the situation, as well as it'll let you see some of the facts behind the story. <laughs> Sounds like your doctor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff moving and shaking right now, like right at this very second. And, and bef- look, here's an example, right? Some of the news articles are trying to spin that... Uh, A.G. Barr recused himself because he somehow had a connection to Epstein. Yeah, you you have to realize what that connection actually is because he's doing it the right way. He worked for a law firm at a past junction in his career that represented Epstein many, many years ago. This is what lawyers are supposed to do. They're supposed to recuse themselves from cases like that where at one point, they represented a client, right? That way there's nothing that can be said about anything being improper, right? Think about the politics of this situation. Had he not recused himself from a case like this, what do you think the news media will say when we arrest, I don't know, Chuck Schumer? I don't know. Bill de Blasio? I don't know. Bloomberg? What do you think would be said at that point? It's A.G. Barr's on a witch hunt. He's just arrested all their political enemies. I don't care who takes credit. You think (laughs) Cernovich can take all the fucking credit he wants? (laughs) He can fucking, he can run a fucking two-page ad. He can fucking put an advertisement in the movies. I don't give a fuck. Go ahead. Take all the credit. He's a fucking putz on fucking social media just like me. Fuck, if, if you want to fucking make people laugh at you, go out there and take credit for your shit that there's not a fucking chance in hell that you had anything to do with. <coughs> he won a court case. Nothing, and, and if you look at the actual terms of that court case, of what was said, like 90% of it was actually kicked back to a lower court to decide if they're going to... Uh, release stuff. The the 
the uh, district court just said that the appeals court just said that they should, right? So that they have to revisit it. Read the court case. I mean, you know, puffer's going to puff. That's what puffer fish do, right? Who cares? Fuck them. We're going to win despite these idiots. We're going to win despite jagoffs like fucking Omar Navarro. We're going to win despite the people that want to fucking be the most popular people on the planet for stupid ass reasons. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. What matters is that <laughs> I like buffers. <laughs> what matters to me is that we're winning. So that's, that really brings me more towards the areas I want to talk about today, which is, is really twofold. Number one is a lot of people still seem to be trying to direct you to blame Trump for the failures of Congress or to blame Trump for people in his administration. Without Donald Trump, we are fucked. You understand that, right? He's the only one. And we've known this. This is the whole point of why he got elected. But we still have a country to run. Picture it like this. The country is running like an F1 race car. And we're trying to do pit stops while we're hanging on to the fucking car. The car's still running. We're trying to change tires, work on the engine, and put fuel in the fucking thing while the car's going 200 miles an hour. And we're hanging on for dear life. That's what this is like. The country has to run. It's not like a small company. It's not even like a large company where you can literally just uh, fire those guys. Yeah. Okay, great. Now, who's going to go in and, and operate things? How far down the road? How many times can we keep doing this? So what is he doing? Look at the real state of affairs. He's minimizing their damage. He's isolating their power and he's consolidating the hold in the White House, the where it's supposed to be, by the way. You're not supposed to have czars of fucking transportation. You're not supposed to have czars of education. You're not supposed to have czars of the military. These are not the things that are supposed to happen. And Donald Trump's been proving that over and over and over again. But people still want to try to direct you into saying that somehow all of this could be solved, should be solved, that it's easy to just find the right people to run these organizations, that somehow that's easy. Are you kidding? How many people in this very chat room right now, if the president called you and said, I need you to become the DHS secretary, would actually do that job, would actually go through the Senate confirmation process and have a shot of actually being confirmed, number one. And then number two, be willing to go through the torture. And then number three, capable of doing the job. Most people that are honest are saying, fuck, that job's way outside of my fucking purview. <coughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. Can I just bust tables? Exactly. Exactly. So it's not easy. <coughs> not me, James. I can barely fix a leaky fridge. There you go. There you go. <coughs> uh, 
Another subject that we need to talk about real quick is that a lot of people seem to be missing what's really going on in the world with China. I want to really highlight something that everybody seems to just somehow make an excuse for. And I'm not just talking about the left. I'm talking really about a lot of people, even on our team. And that is that you need to start really paying attention to what's going on with China. That's correct. China owns California, right? China owns Hollywood, 100% lock, stock, and barrel. They even own the land of Hollywood, not just the, 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 uh, all of the control of the power. But, and I did say that on Ladies of Liberty, don't forget China. Now, I want to highlight some points that should scare the fuck out of you if you're actually paying attention and not just in an American mode of fuck them, they don't have any power in America. Because that's true. But think about it like this. China currently has the head of the UN food aid thing, right? Like, they're literally in charge of the food for the world. Like, all these little programs and shit. That's, there's a Chinese guy at the head of that. Yeah. Think about it like this, too. Guess who's in charge of Interpol? Doesn't sound like a big deal, right? Guess who's in charge of Interpol? China. China. The Chinese guy is the head of fucking Interpol. What's the big push from the UN? Globalization. Who the fuck you think wants to run the world? Just think about what's really going on. We've been telling you this for a long time. It was never Russia. It was always China. It's always been China. Go back to the 90s and start following the paper trail. You can see. You can tell. What the fuck is the mission here? They're using your money to control the world. This is what I need you to understand here. They're using your ball sweat to run the world. Who do you think is ultimately behind all this shit? It's your money through these trade imbalances. Think about it like this. Why does China have an average 15% GDP? 15% GDP growth over a 10-year period, like long times. Where did it start? Whose money is it? Five hundred. Billion, billion dollar trade deficits. Where do you think that money goes? How do you, listen, again, all you need to do to understand a lot of this shit is watch the History Channel. I'm telling you, watch the fucking History Channel. World's largest dam, 
world's largest hydroelectric power plant, world's largest wind farm, world's largest uh, desert reclamation projects, world's largest tunnel boring system, world's largest, world's largest, world's largest. Where the fuck did they get that money? They got that money from you. That money comes directly from you through the means of the trade imbalances. And that's right, Quippy. And Trump fucking knows it. And that's why the fight with the trade imbalance, the fight over the fucking trade is so important with China. Because that's the key to unlocking them and taking and diminishing their power around the rest of the world. They run the globalists. They are running the show. This is our number one problem, is the hidden enemy. Chinese are very smart. The Chinese are very patient. The Chinese fight wars on the hundred-year time frames. Do you understand? A family will hate another family in China and will wait for four generations before they will get their revenge. But their revenge they will get. We're talking about a whole different time scale here. (coughs) We're talking about a very patient program. They're stalling Donald Trump as much as they can right now while they apply pressure to every single political entity that they can from foreign countries to control of assets and agencies. This is what you're seeing. It won't work if we stay pissed off and enlightened. The second we go back to sleep, exactly, exactly, Twit, exactly, Zep, the second we go back to sleep, we're fucked. Just remember that. This is how big this game is. The Chinese people will wait till Donald Trump's out. They will even go so far as to get to a point where they must absolutely positively have to sign a trade deal. And they will sign it. And the second they get a a more favorable political situation in America, they will rework the trade deal. They will work behind the scenes to destroy the trade deal, to undermine the trade deal. These people will do anything. They are very patient to get done what they want. So pay attention. That's what's happening right now in the world. Start to realize what positions of power they're in and why this is a big deal. I will talk to you guys later. I'm going to let you go. Wow, the ocean is out of control right now. Hang on a second. I got to show you this if I can. Here. Can you see that? Wow, it's going to be a big truck blocking. Like the ocean is like the waves, instead of being uh, consistent, the waves are actually like slamming into each other. Here. Pretty cool.
Anyways, <laughs> Chinese truck. I love it. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. What the hell? Oh, today's Monday. Yep. Boogie's back. Got the daily boogie. We got uh, Chris Mack, of course, 17,000 times today. Uh, don't forget to follow our friends like Karen Knight and uh, Enabler Abe, the, the other scopers that do a really good job and that are fired up and support Donald Trump. We will talk to you guys, I don't know, tomorrow for sure. Love you guys. Aloha. Everybody have a great day. You've been listening to The Real Person Podcast. Follow James on Twitter at RealPersonPLTCS.